we have a choice as adults to show up the way we choose to show up, whether we want to believe it or not. What controls us most is what's happening in our mind. This is your Badass Journey podcast. I am Kareen Walsh, serial entrepreneur, growth strategist, executive leadership coach, and best-selling author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you align what you love with what you do in order to build that badass life and business you dream of. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of your Badass Journey podcast. I am sitting here in so much gratitude for you for listening, but also the connection we've been making. It has been such an honor to be part of your badass journey and hear the feedback and the takeaways and the actions. I especially love it when you snap a pic and tag me it on Insta. But uh, honestly, it's it's truly a labor of love um, because you know that's one of my core values. I have been trying to figure out ways how to better connect and serve and truly help you get out of your own way. <laughs> There's no way to sugarcoat that because I know and I say that from love because that was me. I had to get out of my own way in order to stand in the life and build the business that I have and, and also um, continue the journey. As we are here on this earth, our life is as long as it can be. And we have to appreciate each day in all that it has to offer. And what I found was when I started doing the work and getting clear on who I wanted to be in this world, it allowed me to then serve on a deeper, more connected measure. Anyway, so today's episode is another direct-to-you conversation because I am loving the messages I'm receiving, like I said, and also being able to assist and connect with you. And really just... Share, share what I have learned, share what I'm even going through to see if that can assist you in any way on your journey. That's why I love walking alongside you. So, if you have any questions or um, even some feedback on today's episode, don't hesitate to text me at 917 540 5782. You know, I will respond. For those of you who have been texting me, thank you and keep your questions coming because I will continue to bring these episodes to you and help get those questions answered, whether it's through me or bringing on a guest that can answer it at a much higher level of expertise than I have. But today's topic, let's jump right in. I was reading... uh, I've been going through the book, The Anatomy of the Spirit by Carolyn Miss. And the reason why I chose this book as of recently to go through is that I've been working with my Reiki master... She's also clairvoyant and a healer. So I know I haven't shared much about my woo-woo side, but it runs deep um, because I believe that there are many energies around us that guide us and especially the energy in our body of how important it is to maintain in order to thrive. And um, you know, I have shared messages about self-mastery and self-love and how we have to fill our cup up first before we can serve everyone else. I've, I've, I think I've hinted at my daily rituals. And even if you've gone through 
the episodes from 79 on where I walk you through some of the parts of the strategic life planning mastery workbook. It's truly about knowing yourself first because that is the one thing you can control in this world is yourself. Only you have that control. And I know that there have been phases in life for you as well as for me where when we are trying to belong to a tribe or being born into our families and not having a choice at certain stages of life around what we are exposed to, it really makes us question, are we in control and of ourselves? And it was something that I questioned for many years and had to work through, had to unravel a lot of pain. And that's what, what came up in this book as I was reading it over the weekend. I, was, I saw the word woundology. Woundology. And I had never heard that word before. Um, however, I have definitely identified what it is in my own life prior to reading this word from Caroline Miss. And the way she defines woundology, it's the tendency to insistently hold on to old traumas. You define yourself by your hurts, not by your strengths. And there in those hurts, you stay stuck forever. Now, I don't, I don't agree with the forever term, but that's the way it's been defined for woundology. And I, was, I had this amazing, wow, like that's a, there's a term? There's a term that describes all the years of feeling stuck in the pain that I was living in. There's a term that describes you know, my lowest points and the fact that even though that specific moment that might have created an energetic shift in my body of self-loathing, low self-worth, just almost disgust with myself was an actual emotional energetic wound that I continued to relive going forward every step I took because I didn't yet know and didn't have the skills yet to heal that wound and move forward with my scars, right? Because we all have scars. Even with, when we do the work, there are scars that still form around those wounds and that you know, gentle reminder of, hey, look what you got through. Um, and thank goodness, you're no longer bleeding out, right? So woundology was such an amazing term. Have you heard that word before? I, I just, I don't know why. When I, when I read it, I was like, thank you. Thank you for this word because now I want to go share it with my listeners because I'm sure some of you are still sitting in your pain or just realizing that you have had a wound from years ago that triggered decisions you are making right now because of a past action that wounded you. And the emotional wounds are the hardest ones, I believe, to, to heal because they're not physically seen. But truly, they are seen in our actions. So when you're sitting in your pain... So this is how I describe it for my life. I'll give you a good example of where I was really thinking I was beyond and had done the work and feeling solid in who I am. And then realizing I was still attracting a lot of that pain because of the wounds I still had yet to heal. And I was convincing myself versus truly standing in the healing that I sought. The, the, uh, there was another layer, right? That I had to unravel and work through. And 
And it was really in the time of, um, and so, sorry, the way you actually see the pain show up in your now, even though your mind might be right and you're doing all these things to correct your mind, the wounds sit in our body also. And so the, those wounds choose and share and make us act a certain way. So you guys have heard the, the triggers, right? Like we are get triggered. When you get triggered and then you respond a certain way, it has nothing to do with that person that so-called might be triggering you across the table from you, especially if they're new to your life. They have no clue what you've gone through. But now you're all of a sudden triggered and you're responding in a way that happened that was a response of something that might have happened to you in your childhood or something that might have happened to you by someone else 10 days ago. But this new person right in front of you is triggering you. That's how you know you have a wound that still needs to be healed, that you need to face and say, is this happening to me right now? Or am I regressing into a state of being and being triggered by something that happened to me in the past that I didn't respond to standing in my truth? This is one of the hardest lessons to master is identifying where you've been wounded emotionally. This is why there's such a huge demand and need for the different types of therapies out there. And I encourage you, if you haven't sought out your best practitioner, you need a team around you of support to unravel and be put back together again in the way that you want to be today. So seek that out. I am not a mental health professional. I just have done a lot of work for myself. And I'd say I'm a mindset coach and that I can help you get out of your own way in certain areas of your life. But truly, I leave that to the professionals to help you unravel because that's what I had to go through myself. I worked with several professionals over the years in order to really identify and then give me the tools I need to rebuild myself into who I am today. So I just want to share the story so that you can relate and see if there's anything going on with you that you're making decisions from a wounded place and then wondering why things feel so hard. So if you're saying things like, this is so hard and you're hitting your head against the wall, like, how do I get through this? Why is this still happening to me? Why does this always happen to me? That kind of language. There's something definitely that is pulling you away from who you truly want to be because it hasn't been healed yet. And I'll tell you this, my, in my own lessons, if I didn't go and face it, I'm a bull by the horns type of person. If I didn't face it head on, then I never would be able to stand here with you and share these stories of the other side, what it means to actually get to the other side. And I still get triggered. I have very deep, harsh wounds that I, it takes a long time to heal from. But I'll tell you the skill I learned was how to identify, is this happening to me right now? Or am I bringing up something that happened to me way back when that I'm just being triggered for right now? So I know this sounds a little bit abstract. So let me give you some real life <laughs> situations that happen. When I was um, previously, previous to my marriage now, I was engaged to someone else and thought that I was in a healthy relationship because we all do, right? We get into relationships. We feel that love. We feel that passion. We feel that attraction. And we then also realize that you know we are receiving the level of love that we choose to give. 
whatever our definition of love is, right? Again, it all starts with you and how you feel about yourself. Well, as much as that relationship was positive and what it was, what it fulfilled when it started, almost four years into it, standing in doing work in those four years to be my best version of myself and facing my wounds, especially when it had to do with what unconditional love meant to me. And also just like loving myself. What did that really mean? Did I spend enough time loving myself? Or was I compromising what love truly meant because I never really felt it before? That was a deep, 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 deep wound. Because all my versions of love prior to this relationship was based on a low self-worth story in my head. I would say, oh, they... Well, if they want to be with me, then I guess I'm worth it. If they want to love me, well, then I guess I'll love them back. Can you imagine the compromising decisions I made on living in that wound story? Because I never felt worthy of the love I knew I had in my heart that I would give other people. I didn't feel worthy of receiving it the same way. That was a big wound for me to work through. And what I realized as I was doing the work and facing like, where did I learn what unconditional love was? Or have I ever felt it? Or, you know, with my therapist, obviously, doing that type of work and um, dialoguing on it and realizing that love, the story that was ingrained in me, gosh, I mean, I think I can remember as early as like four or five years old, I heard the story that love hurts. Yeah, let's take a deep breath with that one. (laughs) So imagine from five years old, hearing that love hurts as a definition of what love is, the type of men I used to attract in my life, the type of relationships I would allow to show up for me that reflected my definition of love required it to hurt. Who do you think I attracted it in? How do you think my, now you know me, you know a little bit more about me today, right? From, from my journey, sharing it. I mean, I'm an open book. There is a stance of that young child that showed up in all my decisions around love that needed to be healed, needed, needed to be nurtured, and needed to be shown by the version of my truth within myself of what true love really means. And what unconditional really means to me today, based on who I am, not something I was told or conformed to be. So fast forward to that relationship and doing the work. And because I was engaged to this man for that that period of time and I had planned the wedding and done all the things for the external to be ready for the marriage. And that's then I took six months to do the internal work. And thank God I did. (laughs) Because if you can imagine realizing my true unconditional love story and what I truly believed I wanted to attract, if I had walked down the aisle with this man, then I was destined for a broken heart. Pretty much until I decided to divorce, which is another form of separation, broken, divorce, etc. And then do the healing years later on a story that I was so thankful that I faced before walking down that aisle. And I decided 
when I discovered that because I'm someone, like I said, I take the bull by the horns. If I see something clearly and then I realize, oh my gosh, that is so not me. And this is the me version and I need to take care of me first. That it is now time to move on from that situation. And I'll tell you that when I ended that relationship, because it was, it was only like four months before we were supposed to walk down the aisle, three or four months, something like that. I remember sharing with him um, because we had tried to do the work together and heal and I had been doing all this healing work and he had not. He, had, he was fine in his woundology. I realized and I said to myself, I see why we have been together for so long. You reflect my pain. And it is not of a fault of his. It was the level of love that I chose to receive during that time. And so, of course, that's what I attracted in. Because that was the only level that I understood. And because I decided to move through my pain, I realized that him not moving through his and figuring out the growth spurt from that, that we were going to grow separate fairly quickly. And it would have been a painful process because we built our relationship on the common pains we had, not the future thinking of the love and joy and fulfillment we choose. And so I ended the relationship. And he agreed very quickly to end it as well. Because he also wasn't happy nor satisfied and knew that there was something better for him. He just hadn't done the work or desire to do the work and wanted to stay where he was and find somebody that was satisfied with that. And I was not. And thank God. (laughs) Thank God we both didn't put ourselves through um, years of uh, unstable relationship. So why do I bring this up? Because I was stuck in my woundology, right? Like this is a prime example of where wounds are leading my decisions. And so I had to not only take the next year and I unraveled, of course, because of what I realized from that opening, um, the realization of that deep, deep wound of where I learned what love really meant to me was that I had all these years that I needed to grieve and mourn for not loving myself enough and making so many compromised choices on who I meant to be and what I truly deserve in this world. So this was in my early 30s. This is probably about um, 12 years ago, 13 years ago, when all this went down. And because I decided to face my wounds and go back to the source of where those pain stories began. I took the bull by the horns and decided to go mend the relationship with guess who? My mother. Because a lot of the learning of where love started for me, of course, comes from my maternal connection. And it wasn't that she was doing it in a malicious way. She is a loving woman. It's a skill set that she had at the time. And it's also based on what she was brought up as and under to define what love was for her. Because, of course, her situation was also... And her, her version of love was based on her wounds as well. So I'm not going to get into that story because if you want to hear the deepness of healing through the relationship with my mom, you can go grab my book, Be a Badass, Six Tools to Uplevel Your Life because I share it all there. 
and the tools to break through because that's what I'm all about. This is part of your journey. I just want to share peace of mind so you can... I know some of you can relate to where there are deep wounds that have resulted in actions that leave you misaligned with who you truly are. And now you might be feeling stuck or you might be sitting in overwhelm. And I wanted to introduce this topic so you can face where you are making your decisions from and why your beliefs are a certain way and really stand in your own empowered stance so that you can start to believe in yourself in the version that you choose to be going forward. Because you know, that's what I'm all about. We have a choice as adults to show up the way we choose to show up. Whether we want to believe it or not, what controls us most is what's happening in our mind and building that energetic connection to healing our wounds to decide how we want to move forward. So if you, get, you, if you stand in the, I get to choose what I believe about myself. That's your mantra for today. I get to choose what I believe about myself. That is all mine. Mine, mine, mine. And start to get back into your bodies, back into your mind, back into your soul, and think about how you actually form your decisions. Are they coming from a place of pain? Or are they coming from a place of fulfillment? Because if you focus now on what truly fills you up as your decision marker, you'll start to realize that some of your decisions based on pain will always perpetuate pain. But if you start to make your decisions based on what fills you up and face the fact that, man, yeah, you've made poor choices in the past. Okay, fine. Forgive yourself for it. Let's move on. And, and accept your faults, but learn how to jump into a cycle of forgiveness and understanding and then get true to yourself on what you want to step into next. I have to check myself often. It's also why I put in daily rituals for making sure I check in with myself, making sure I forgive myself for my faults and then ask myself, well, what do I want it to be? What is true to me right now? And get clear on that so I can take that action and move forward. Now, how does this relate to your business? If you are sitting in your wounds trying to build your business, then you are absolutely stopping yourself in so many ways from actually putting what your gifting is out into the world. You're not standing in your zone of genius. You're standing in your wounds. And so when you look at your business and you figure out, why am I not performing a certain way? How come people aren't saying yes to me? What is the, you know, the way I need to... What do I need to do to change to attract who I want is the question to ask yourself. Your ideal client has a certain perspective as to what they're looking for and who they are inspired by and who they want to work with, who they want to buy from. Are you leading that charge based on your wounds, based on your fears? Or are you leading that charge with the highest fulfilled version of yourself, all accepting, all open, all willing in order to build that business and that career you're looking to do? And during this time when we're, where most of us have been sitting in a state of conformity to survive and uncertainty of what will happen next, 
It is so critical to build up your self-mastery. I share this with you so often, episode after episode, because self-mastery is what you can control the most. No one else truly dictates your life but you as an adult. No one. And so it's your choice to learn what you need to learn and stand what you need to stand in in order to be your best version of yourself and share your gifts with the world and have that badass journey that you truly desire. So if you're sitting in some uncertainty right now and unsure how to approach this, here are some just questions to ask yourself and see where you land on the spectrum of woundology uh, versus self-truth. Is Am I making this decision based on a past pain or am I making this decision based on my true desire? Just those two simple questions will help you navigate what step to take forward next. It also help you identify, oh man, I got some shit to work on <laughs> because there's always shit to work on. <laughs> and I laugh because it just is, oh, it's like a sick joke sometimes, right? But I'll tell you this, that on the other side of that work and on the other side of, of building the daily rituals to fill yourself up first, matters so much. That is the foundation of self-mastery. And that's why I wanted to introduce this topic to you today because it has something that was gifted to me to face at a young age so that I could build the life I have based on my truth. And I'm continuously learning, which is why this is a journey. I never said there was an end point, right? We are continuously on this journey together. So here's just another piece of the brick that you are standing on <laughs> to walk down the path that you've laid out for yourself. And I want it to be one of the most solid bricks, which is standing in your truth and giving you the tools to stand in your truth so you can design that life and master it. Master it for you so that... Because I know once you do, the impact and the ripple effect of your own work in your community, in your business, in your families, it all matters. So hopefully you got some good takeaways from today. And of course, I would love to hear from you. So don't, do not hesitate to snap a picture, post it on Insta, tag me with your question or what you took away from this podcast today and or text me. I'm serious about texting me because that is the fastest way to get my attention. I'm always on my phone. 917-540-5782. And always know I'm walking alongside you. So let, thank you. Thank you for letting me be a part of your badass journey. Wasn't that such a great episode? I know you got amazing takeaways from that. What I would love for you to do for me, if you can help me extend my reach, is go ahead and subscribe to the show so you get the latest notification and listen before anyone else. Also, if you could go ahead and post your review, your five-star review will help me get other people interested in this conversation and extend my reach of impact. Most of all, I would love for you to share this with your community. It means so much to me to have you as a listener and I would love to connect with you. So if you have any questions you would like me to answer on this show, 
go ahead and email hello at kareenwalsh.com and my team will make sure that I get your questions so we can get them answered on the show for you. Thank you so much for listening today and I'll see you on the next episode. 